a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver, as always, joined by our mystery man, Sharpie. Hello. Now, it's our 50th episode, Sharpie, so um, halfway to a century. Who would have thought we would actually get this far? Yeah, <laughs> um, no, me. I'll probably go on finish on 96 or something. Oh, <laughs> 96 is the face reveal, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so we've got a bit of a way to go there. Um, as you probably might be able to tell. I've got a webcam, so my, my picture might be a little bit better, but it's still got my face on it. So, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, I knew someone would, you know, I shouldn't have I'll walk myself into it. But um, let's get on to the NBA Summer League. Um, somewhat exciting, I guess, somewhat not. I feel like last year was a lot more, there was a lot more prospects to watch, even though there's still good prospects to watch this year. But um, first, what are your overall thoughts on the summer league so far? Before we been good, into it, I reckon it's been good. I reckon it's been really competitive. Um, there's been a lot of great undrafted players and that a lot of people coming through that no one, no one really knew about, and that's good. Um, there has been injuries, but we'll get to that. I just want your thought. Now we're just going to go off the first three players drafted, so just Jabari, Chet, and. Paolo, which one of them has impressed you the most? Now, I don't feel like either of either of them have disappointed. They've had a uh, a not so great game, but I don't think any of them are disappointed. But who's impressed you the most out of them three? Uh, well, obviously Chet. I think his defensive uh, capabilities has been the standpoint for him and for OKC and how they've mm. been how they've been playing. I, I just like, I liked seeing him dribble and handle the ball a lot more. Like from what I've seen from him at Gonzaga, he wasn't really allowed that a great deal to just handle the ball as much as he has been in summer league now, albeit it is summer league. But um, like even some like the step back three and the, the Dirk one leg um, fade. I do, although Paolo has looked unreal. He, he's the most NBA ready rookie out of the, draft well yeah at least out of those three and probably the draft and um what did you think of Jabari though because he he's his game against Chet he shot I think it was five of 19 he does look like he's got a really smooth stroke is it just a thing that it wasn't falling that game and he's he his defense and stuff is going to be good enough until he figures out or until he starts hitting those shots or do you think it's a bit of a worry I reckon it was just a bad shooting night. Everyone's had them in the NBA. Um, yeah. just, that was just wasn't his night. Um, you know, like people say, shoot or shoot. He kept shooting, which is good. He didn't drop his head yeah. and he still had confidence to keep shooting. So that's good. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like he wanted to go out there and prove something against Chet and you can't obviously blame him. And like you said, if he, if he stopped at, say, four for 10 and started passing up, open shots, you'd be a bit more concerned. But the fact that he was actually just shooting, whether it be over Chet or even the open ones and they're missing. Um, now, 
most impressed player overall from the summer league. I know who I've got in mind, and I dare say we might say the same person. So excluding those three, uh, who's impressed you the most? Uh, it's going to be a bit biased here because I've only watched a handful of games. Mac McClung. Okay. <laughs> we don't have the same person, but you give, give us... Yeah, I do um, like Mac McClung, by the way. I don't know why the Lakers... Like, I'm just a bit confused by that. I, and I don't know the whole situation around it, but um, give us your reason behind that. I, I, don't reckon, I, reckon, I don't reckon it was all a big thing or anything, but I, I just I just love him the way he's been playing so far. He's he's looking nice coming off a pick and roll. And he, he, he's going to be, if he stays at the Warriors this year, that's going to be a nice point guard to have off the bench as a, as a facilitator to have with that second unit. Him next to Paul would be good because Paul can create, but he's own, he's usually better at getting his own shot rather than getting others involved. Um, but I just maybe they were involved him in a trade package for KD. Uh, we'll get onto that later. <laughs> um, I've gone with Keegan Murray just because everyone, including myself, all thought that the Kings screwed up by not taking Ivy. Yet Keegan is looked consistently played well i'm still a bit confused about why he played 35 minutes today against the thunder yes he had 29 points but why are you playing him 35 minutes and you've played him every summer league game so that that's a bit of a king's move i feel but um have you have you liked his game have you watched much of the kings no not not much but i mean they're not gonna not play yeah like their their best player from the draft, you know, you might as well. He's going yeah. to be getting a lot of minutes throughout the year. You might as well get him used to it now. Yeah, I feel like giving him 20, 25 and then maybe have a 30-minute game, game. But then, like, you see Orlando sadly already benching, or not benching, but uh, taking out Paolo just before the Paolo-Chet matchup, which was really annoying. But um, I feel like he, he's – I feel like his summer league should be done now. I don't think they're going to win the summer league comp and get their ring, which is funny in itself. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, injuries. There's a lot of injuries. Um, which one are you most worried about? Because there's a few that I've got. There's Shade and Sharp. I think he's only got a, uh, his injury was only 10 to 14 days. Dyson Daniels did his ankle, uh, which uh, I'll let you talk about. EJ Liddell did his ACL. For the Pelicans, who was his second round. I think it's the Pelicans. And he actually, I did yeah, not know that one. Gee, yeah, that's sad. Came out today. And then, oh, oh, that's sad. It might have been yesterday. And then he tweeted about it. And he's like, his work's not done or whatever. And then um, Trey Mann got injured today. But I don't even know what's happened to him yet. So I haven't seen anything about that. But um, I'll let you talk a bit about whether you're worried about Shane Sharp or Dyson Daniels' injury. Oh, I'm just more upset about EJ Liddell now. That's, <laughs> now that you figured it found out. I think it's EJ Liddell. It's, I think he had a good first game as well, didn't he? Wow. And then he's just... I, I just remember him from college. I haven't seen him play in the summer league, but I just remember him from college. He was nice there. And then um, with with Shaden Sharps, I didn't see his hmm. injury either. But I know Dyson Daniels did his ankle like every other Aussie's done. In summer league, Ben Simmons, Giddy, and now uh, Dyson Daniels. And um, Fontari's propped. Oh, I'm going into next year's summer league with 
bubble wrap around. And Joe Ingles when he returns to Summer League next year to get a ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it was EJ Liddell and it's his right knee. Um, and then he tweeted out, God's not finished. So, um, and that's, you'd say that's the season for him unless the Pelicans, yeah, no, that is the season for him. That's, which yeah. is uh, uh, pretty shit. Um, prayers up. We also, one, uh, before I move on, Luke Travers, he's doing all right for the Cavs. He's been starting in the team. He's, uh, he didn't have the best game. I think it was today, but the other games he's been playing well. I haven't, I've watched a bit of him, but I haven't. Um, watched whole games of him. So uh, another Aussie doing somewhat well and hopefully he can actually get on the roster because that Cavs There's been a few Aussies in there. There was one, I think, Jack White, I think, is his name, playing for the Nuggets. I um, don't even know. Sure, I... he, he was doing it. There is a few, like, there's heaps more Aussies yeah. in there. I, I can't remember all of them, but I know there's... Uh, yeah, I know there's another one in there. Because... I've yeah, barely watched those those teams that just have terrible rookies or don't have many rookies like um, Lakers and I, I'm not watching Shaq or whatever his sons play and Pippen. Well, Scotty Pippen Jr. is actually actually looking nice. I was watching the game against Phoenix the other day, mm. and he looks really good. Yeah. I think because I think because he's going to be a two way. He's trying to get that trying yeah. to get on the team. He'd probably get on there to be honest. I I can see him being on there because. He reminds me a bit of um, uh, what's his name? Oh, he just signed with the Nuggets today. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah, he reminds me a bit of KCP with with his defending and, and his hustle. So, um, KCP is probably a bit better of a shooter, although KCP wasn't a great shooter. Uh, um, we'll move on to quickly uh, one or two bold takes that you have coming out of the summer league. So last time we said that. Uh, Mobley's not going to be near Rookie of the Year. And we're right because he didn't win Rookie of the Year. So we're technically right. But have you got any – you got a, a bold take maybe? On what's that, sorry? Just just a bold take, whether it's um, a certain rookie to make. Uh, oh, are we really going to do this again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like make a huge jump that we don't expect or someone to make an all-rookie team or um, what have you got? I'm, I'm interested to hear. Uh, I'd probably say I don't expect Jabari Smith to make All-NBA first team at this I, point in time. But where, where would you So put that him? means he's going to win Rookie of the Year, everyone watching. Put, put as much money as you want on him to win Rookie of the Year. So where would you put that, though? Like, I is the All-Rookie team as well, like, you can't have... You wouldn't be able to have Paolo, Chet, and Jabari because they're all, pow- they're all power forwards and centres. Well, Aren't they going positionless, uh, positionless oh, this I, year? I don't know if they've changed it or not yet, but um, I don't mind that one. I don't, I don't mind that one. Um, I've gone very bold with one, and I've been claiming it since. But I did have Chet as a bold take to win Defensive Player of the Year. That's a very bold take, but maybe I'll maybe I'll calm that one down a bit, and I'll just say Chet to be in one of the all defensive teams which is still a very bold take. And two, I've gone real, I've gone for two homers here. Um, Jalen Williams, J-Dub, to be in an all-rookie team if he gets enough minutes. He's looking nice as well. That's a good pickup from OKC there. 
I might just be saying that because I've watched a couple of games and he's looked really good in summer league and I could be getting caught up in it, but he does look very nice. Do you see him potentially starting over Dort? Or do you reckon what? because of Dort's contract, there's that type of player who should be starting? I honestly reckon that I wouldn't be surprised if there's situations where um, J- he put he takes JRE's spot, depending on who's at centre for Chet to guard because otherwise it's going to be JRE and Chet um, starting, I feel like. But he, because he played the four in a couple of summer league games, which he's never, which he said he's never done. So it's, it said on the first game in the Salt Lake City Classic that he was at the three, JRE. Yeah, JRE. Yeah, it said Poku was at center in the game <laughs> well, JR, against Utah. That's, that's what's on the def- NBA app. It, it JRE said can that, defend one through five, so. Yeah, exactly. Don't be sleeping on Jari. So they're our bold takes. We'll come back to them at the end of the year and see if Jabari's MVP, uh, rookie of the year, not MVP, um, just to see how wrong we were. But are we are we saying any of the top ones are definitely not getting rookie of the year? I'm going to say uh, Jabari's definitely not. The closest I could not. possibly see is Chet. I'm, I'm going to say Jabari's definitely not getting it because I can see Keegan and I can see, oh, I don't know about Ivy yet. And I can see Paolo definitely. Chet, yeah, he's maybe. But I feel like... Yeah, I'll probably put Chet as a maybe. So you go with Chet, I'll go with Jabari for that. Um, all right, now off summer league topic. KD and Kyrie quickly. I don't really think there's much to talk about with Kyrie. I think it's more KD. Now, I've had this stance for about a week now. I honestly don't think KD wants to get traded. I, whether, and I saw people say that it was probably a heat of the moment thing seeing Golden State, his old team win the championship and he wanted to get out of there. But I honestly think that it was a, now I could be completely wrong, that it was a move just to freeze the market. Because like they have frozen the market right now because they everyone wants him. But to freeze the market, to stall other deals going through, what, what do you think of the whole situation at least? That's my stance on it. And I could be completely wrong, but. Um, well, at first I was, I thought it was hilarious coming from Knicks fans perspective. I was thinking, yep, this is what you get. All those Nets fans making fun of us. Everyone making fun of us that the Knicks didn't get Kyrie and KD. But um, yeah, like, I think I agree with you with the frozen muck. Like ever since that really happened, it's mm. kind of down, downplayed like every deal that's happened so far. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just hasn't really been that big of a thing because you've still got that that up in the air. Mm. And people don't want to pull. Th- like you think about it, does that DeJounte Murray trade go through with the Hawks if KD says it two days earlier? Like, it. I don't know. It's yeah. a bit of a different situation. And like one that I feel like it's going to happen soon the whole Aiton deal, Aiton would have had to have been a main package to get KD to the Suns if that was to ever happen. But now it's very heavily linked that Aiton's going to go to the Pacers and they're probably going to give up Miles Turner and I don't know who else they would give up. But um, how do you re- how would you reckon Sabonis and Aiton would work out together? Sabonis, these are the Kings. Oh yeah, my bad, wrong person. <laughs> I mean, it'd go guard t- Batazdi. That's the one. <laughs> it, it'd be Tyrese and uh, Tyrese and um, Aiton would be good together, but 
how much do the Pacers have to give up? Do you reckon the Pacers have to give up more stuff to get Aiden? Because I, well, feel I mean, like they barely gave up anything for Brogdon. Because, like, if you're if you're the Suns, you're getting Miles Turner, who's on a better contract that's not going to be asking for the max, and the Pacers are going to have to sign Aiton to a max. You'd think. Um, do you feel like maybe the Suns have to include a pick, or do you feel like the Pacers would have to include something to get that deal through? Uh, I feel like Phoenix would want something back, which which makes sense. Just a bit of a sweetener back but, or um, something. James Jones, the GM or whatever, he's he doesn't like the draft. He's come out and said it a few times. He doesn't like the whole going through the draft thing. He had took a couple of shots at OKC actually. So, um, it's more just yeah with the draft. I mean, you're not building it. You just through, need that extra like, piece at the moment. Yeah, you could say they're building through the draft, but it's it's more about having assets. That's yeah. how Hinky did it as well. Yeah, Hinky, Hinky, what a man! And then he just got fired for no reason. I miss Hinky. <laughs> um, everyone misses him. I used to watch those uh game of zones videos. Oh, and yeah. it just always used to be about Hinky getting crucified. Um, poor bloke. But um, do you feel like that Aiton trade's going to go through anytime soon, or do you feel like he'll go somewhere else? Uh, no, I don't. Well, I don't really see any anywhere else I could suit him. So I'd probably, yeah, you could probably say um, it would be better off if he went to Indiana. Yeah, and like, finally for the NBA. Donovan Mitchell, uh, I'll let you take the lead here. Um, now there's the only team he's really been he- linked to heavily that I've seen in the past day is the Knicks. Um, and there's a lot of rumors swirling around eight first round picks. Um, give us your realistic, say, whether you include the eight first round picks or not, your realistic trade that you think will be fair and is most likely going to happen. Well, the Knicks aren't willing to give up RJ Barrett. I saw that today, and that's good. That's that just needs to be the main thing: is not yeah. to give up RJ Barrett, keep him, and that's fine. That's who you're building around. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset, but I would understand if we had to get rid of quickly. Well, you because said. I, sorry, you I said... feel like quickly's quickly's a. Quickly, he's probably the highest rated. He's probably got the most stock mm. in him out of anyone that we can trade. So and that's you, above Randall and Fournier. You said um, earlier that you don't want to break up quickly and Toppen. But yeah. realistically, if you're getting Donovan Mitchell in return, who would you rather have on the team? Because like, if you have Toppen, that's a, a good big. If you have quickly, that's another guard, but you've already got Brunson. Derek Rose, RJ, who can move up, and and Donovan Mitchell. So you're pretty loaded at the guard position. Would you rather keep Obi or would you rather keep quickly? Just because I'd rather keep Obi. I reckon he showed a lot of promise at the end of last season when a play when Randall wasn't there. When quickly got to uh, not quickly, uh, Obi got to have the ball a lot more in his hand. He dropped a forty piece against. Uh, Toronto, he had a yeah, I think he had a couple of thirty pointers as well, mm. and that that was awesome to watch. I think in the one game, quickly had a triple double, and then Obi yeah. had forty points. Yeah, I think so that was he, that game. So, yeah, so that was, 
sorry to interrupt, but keep going with your trade before. About- oh, yeah. Um, so I'd give up quickly Randall as just Ooh, a, so a salary cap let matcher. Me, let me... I don't know how that's going to happen because the Jazz came out and said, oh, it's been reported the Jazz don't want any big contracts. They want young talent or draft assets. So that's just something well, to think fine. about. But... We've, got, we've got that as well. We've got, we've got Grimes, yeah. McBride, who aren't that big of hmm. young talent, but they're there to have. Yeah. Um, Keep going on with your trade though, sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, if I would, uh, Fournier, it's not, that's not a big contract. It was a big contract last year, but now that there's two years left on that deal and a player and a team option for the last year, I think that could be a good contract to take on if I was Utah. Yeah. Um, and then we have this year's first because you can't trade your first for, you can't trade your first two years in a row. Mm. And I just, so I don't even know if we'll be able to trade our first because we traded our first. No, we drafted ours. And then traded it. Um, so we get we have ours. We have Dallas's first round. We have those first rounders we got off OKC in the draft mm. from like Washington and all that stuff. Yeah. We have heaps of second rounders for next year as well. I mean, you could just say as compensation. Yeah. But we still got a lot of first round draft picks that we could possibly give them. Now. Finally on this, would you rather have Donovan Mitchell? Let's put this, this is a huge hypothetical. Would you rather be able to get Donovan Mitchell and also have Randall still on the team? Or would you rather ship off Randall because then you got less money on your uh, on the books and maybe Mitchell Robinson, uh, maybe the ball gets moved around a bit more? Or would you rather actually, like I said, have him on the team and, whether he can perform like he did two years ago, um, possibly. But um, wh- what would you rather? Uh, well, with Donovan, you're getting that's another ISO player mm. as well. So, and with Randall as well, they ha- he has to have the ball in his hands. Like off the ball, Randall's lazy. Yeah. Sort of. Um, so I'd rather, I'd rather not have them both in the team at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and if you can get off Randall's contract, because if you have him and Donovan as well, and then Brunson, and then RJ, whether he's being paid yet or not, I can't remember. No, nah, he hasn't, but he's still yeah. he, he's still got one year left on his rookie deal. So. And then he's going to get paid. And then you got Mitchell Robinson on a good contract, but he's, he's still earning money. So Yeah, um, the next year, I think you've got Obi and Quickly's deal's going to be up as yeah. well. So you're gonna to have to pay some money, unless obviously Obi and quickly go in the trade. But um, yeah, which, I, if if that's the way they're gonna go, then possibly Obi and quickly could go. I reckon by this time next week there'll be a that trade will be done. I, I think Donovan yeah. Mitchell will be off the Jazz. I don't, if it's to the Knicks, I'm seventy percent well, sure it will be the, it'll be to the Knicks. But um, Legion report came out and said that they're apparently quickly putting together a draft like a package or something yeah. for Donovan Mitchell, whether that's happened or whether um, uh, Danny Ainge is just oh, playing, <laughs> playing, playing mind tough porky pies or something. Um, well, hopefully that trade goes through because I'd love 
I'm not a big Donovan Mitchell fan personally, but to see the Knicks actually get a a a, a good All Star, not a superstar yet, but a good All Star, um, I think will be huge for them. Whether they work out, I still have questions about it, but we'll discuss that when the trade actually goes through and we know who's on the team. Um, that's it for NBA, unless you had anything else to talk about. No. Um, well, it's that time of the week. Slugs. Horsey, horsey tips. <laughs> All right. So his first one is Flemington Race 5, Quang Tree. Oh, number one. Yeah. Horse number one, Queen Tree. Uh, his second tip is Eagle Farm Race Five, number three, Honey Pot. And his each way of the day is Morfittville Race One, number six, Seventh Seal, which is he's got stakes in that horse. So uh, hopefully it can win. But he's also got stakes in another horse racing on Saturday, a big twist of fury, but it's out at $51 at or $41 at Flemington Race Seven, if you want to have a look at that. Um, We'll go around the grounds. Start off with Premier League. We're going to do a Premier League preview next week, so we'll go more in depth about this. Either that or is it that time already? Yeah, well, it starts on the 9th of August, so I think next week would probably be a good time to. Gee, that's gone quick. That would be two weeks before the season starts. Um, Sterling to Chelsea is the new owner's first signing. Also, this all these signings are basically Chelsea. Uh, They've signed Sterling, Koulibaly, and are rumoured to be getting Kempembe. I wouldn't be... I I honestly think Chelsea are going to be up there next year, depending on how... It's going to be dependent on how Lukaku goes. But what are your thoughts on the signings that they've made already? Uh, I think getting Sterling, that's a good signing, but spending $60 million on someone that's on his final year of his contract. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Uh, a bit different considering uh, Mane went for like 20 million less. Yeah. Um, so and that's significantly it. That's better. <laughs> I, I liked Sterling at Liverpool. didn't like him at City, but he didn't, he had a couple of good years at City, but I feel like he dropped off a little bit. And even though he played well in international football, I just don't, I don't see how he fits into that. Like Chelsea have already got good wingers, don't they? From what, Oh, maybe their right wing is a bit weak because they got they got Pulisic, they got Mount that goes out on the wing at times, but he usually plays number ten. God, I'm forgetting who their wingers are. Ah, uh, so <laughs> but go on. Yeah, Kulabali um, in that. Yeah, Kulabali is a good deal. Forty million, I think it was rumored to be around. Mm. I think. We, yeah, that which makes sense. I reckon. Yeah. Um. He's going to put a, bring a lot of coverage to good, the centre-back area. Good replacement uh, for Rudiger. Yeah. Yeah, with, obviously, yeah. And then I think they're trying to get Ake as well. Oh, yeah, I did see that, actually. Like... Um, but yeah, I, I mean, they've still got Lukaku there to potentially get yeah. rid of, maybe into want to cough up the funds finally. If they can afford, wait, I oh wait, no, that was just a joke about him going back out on loan. Maybe, huh? I don't know. Um, I've got a bit, of a bit sick, but um, I think because I got really annoyed when I saw they signed Koulibaly because I remember Liverpool being linked to him. I think it was last year, maybe or the year before. 
we've been linked to him a fair bit, but um, if they got Kempembe, that defense is ridiculous. If they got Mendy and goals, who I rate really highly, very highly, and then you got Thiago Silva, Kempembe, and Koulibaly, and Chilwell at left back, Reese James at right back. That they're gonna get the most clean sheets, you would think. But um, do you do you think they're gonna be a title chance next year, next season? Uh, they're probably locked in for third at the moment. Yeah. You could say uh, I still think Liverpool and Man City are above mm. everyone, with Man City being above Liverpool by heaps. Thanks. Um, with with talent wise, you could yeah, say yeah, and, no, they are. But they, yeah, I think locked in at third at mm. the moment. But City, City are interesting as well. They sold. You know, now you can't say that they've money with the financial fair play yeah. now because they sold Gabriel Jesus. They've sold Sterling. So how they, they got sixty million for Sterling? Oh, they go on forty-five million for Jesus wasn't bad either. That's yeah. a good piece of business from from City to get to get him off the contract. Um, oh, to, for that price, so, they used that money two years ago though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably they used it before they got it. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're still using Coutinho's money. <laughs> Yeah, we're still using Arnautovic's money. And Everton are still using, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, Lukaku. Yeah, <laughs> still using Lukaku's money. Yeah. Um, quickly, just to touch on, uh, De Jong not, uh, it's confirmed that he's not going to join United. He's going to stay at Barca. Just quickly, were you surprised by that at all? Nah, he, nah I'm not surprised. That's, yeah. that's good, good for him. I'm happy he didn't go to United. And one that I read wrong, I initially thought it was Latoro Martinez going to Man United, and I was annoyed and hella confused, but it's Lissandro Martinez. Yeah. I'm not too informed about this one. I've Is he the midfielder? Is he? he he's the centre-back from Ajax, okay. I think, or the Dutch Oh, league. yeah, okay. Now, I, um, yeah, I know he's chief of cards, so I can remember, I can think of it off the top of my head. Do you reckon he'll get much time? I mean, who is he next? Who's he battling with? Phil Jones and Harry Maguire. Varane, Harry Maguire. Oh, yeah, Varane. It'll be Varane and Harry Maguire. Varane's not going to have another bad. Well, he had an injury plague season. Whether it was bad or not, you can leave that up to um, the fans to decide. Um, just, we'll quickly touch on some AFL stuff. Um, Richmond lost after the siren. I don't want to talk about it because. I li- I had a function on. Uh, we we're up by twenty eight, and I'm like, "Oh, we're home. Go and get KFC with a uh, slug." We walk into the function, and everyone's talking about Noah Anderson, and I just wanted to wanted to go home. That was I I haven't even watched a full replay of it yet because I don't want to see it. Um, Bulldogs lost, got spanked by the Swans. Do you, do you still think they can make finals? Uh, I don't know. I, it just makes me sad when I watch them. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about something even more sad after this, but, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, they have to win every game. Mm. And I, I can't remember who they who were versing this week. They, but... they got St. Kilda. I was about to ask, do you reckon they can? Yeah, that's the probably Saints? a loss. That's a very good game. That's going to be a very good game. I don't know who to tip. I think I'm absolutely getting spanked in tipping now. I've just gone. Just I plummeted. checked before. I think I'm only up by six. So. Only up by six. 
Jesus yeah. Christ. I was up at like three and then you've just taken over. We'll put up a scoreboard update um on next week's. Oh, yeah, maybe next week's video when we do our Premier League predictions. And uh, North Melbourne, I think we can all laugh at North Melbourne. Um, <laughs> sacking uh, David Noble. Lockie was really happy about it. He he really wanted to come on the podcast and talk about it tonight, but uh, he didn't have the time. Uh, what You got anything to say about this, Sharpie? I mean, if he has to be the fall guy for it, Noble, then fair enough. It's so stiff. Like... And they they should have beaten Collingwood on the weekend, to be honest. Or yeah, maybe not. Worrying. Yeah, like they were up by a fair bit. They should have won that. But um, I mean, yeah, I guess he hasn't won a game in a very long time. The only game he's won this year was against a depleted West Coast Eagles. But I I just I feel bad for him, and I think they should move to Tasmania. Um, God, that would be funny if they did. Lockie would have to find a new team or move to Tasmania. The North Hobart Kangaroos. Exactly right. Ex- no, the, who's the who's North- pushing? Who's pushing the most for a Tasmanian team? Alistair Clarkson. Yeah. Who can be the number? Who can be the first coach? Exactly for right. Alistair Clarkson. The North Hobart Jack Jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new football team. No, but like and. A good argument for not bringing in a completely new team is the, I've seen a few of them say, the skill level. Think about how much the skill level would drop if you've got to bring, all of a sudden, bring in another 30 people through the AFL system. You've already gotten one team that's barely winning a game, and that's North Melbourne. And then you've got other teams that are playing pretty bad. Like the skill drop off would just be huge. Do you think? What would you prefer? Another team be introduced in, say, Tasmania, or would you say a team being moved, like North Melbourne, to Tassie? I think, you know how they have the development league, the VFL, yeah, and they have the VFL twos. Yeah. I reckon the VFL twos should be more, um, like I think it should be more publicised, like pushed yeah. a bit more, yeah. And I reckon that should because. In Australia, we have one league, yeah, and then we have heaps of like country leagues and everything. Yeah. But they're like they're not like most of them don't like half. The, you look at all the leagues; there'll be one in one, probably one in a thousand yeah. players out of the league that will go through to the yeah. AFL. And so, like, I, I reckon for, and I know it's only Australia versus Australia in the AFL. It's not a world thing yeah. like cricket or soccer. Hmm. or anything but like i reckon it should be i reckon, I, don't know, I just reckon more footy the better like yeah i'm not saying that have, they should do this but divisions would be kind of cool <laughs> like 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 north melbourne on bottom of the ladder they get demoted the whoever wins the vfl premiership comes up or you want like a relegation system? yeah that would be sick whether That'd be interesting whether it's high quality or not but I, I don't like, know how that's going to work with cap space, though. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you have, say, Richmond's twos team or their VFL team win, and then you got two Richmond teams in the AFL, it's a flawed, it's a flawed thought. But I think it's still quite interesting and quite, um, yeah. Well, I think it'd be funny to see, but it's never going to happen. Interesting. It's never going to happen. But um, 
Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll talk about you came for Premier League. I mean, I'm not going to be watching any of it, so. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to do a championship preview because we've got the Burnley kit. Um, oh, yeah, it's cool. Let's talk about Stoke and Burnley now. 3-0 to Accrington Stanley this morning. That's good as, isn't it? Well, we're going to talk about Stoke and Burnley all season because that's our mystery <laughs> co-jersey. That's We're going we're for Burnley. Getting, are we getting a new one or are we just going to keep the stick No, so we're going to get one for World Cup. So Yeah, right. Um, Makes sense. I'll get an international team and just ask for the team to be in the world team that's in a world in the world cup and whoever we get we're going for australia obviously we're going for them and whoever we get as long we as don't it's want costa rica France, as long as it's not or France, costa rica why do, why do you hate costa rica because they knocked out new zealand oh yeah that that's yeah okay that's fair not all right <laughs> all right thanks for joining us yeah too easy and we'll see you next week bye